Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. Before I get into some things um, that I want to share with you, I actually want my son David to come up here and tell you real quick about a dream he had a little over a week ago. Welcome David up. So, um, the whole church was flooded with water, and we were getting baptized in it, but I was swimming. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty much it, wasn't it? All right, that was awesome. But we we have been, in the recent weeks, we've been actually prophesying, God's been just having us prophesy the Ezekiel 47 river of living water that flows from heaven into earth and all the life that comes with it. And so, and, and honestly, like God's presence has just been getting stronger and stronger and he's been doing more and more things and uh, just new breakthroughs. I, I believe that it feels like the water level in the spirit's rising and we're so excited about that. And so like Matt last night, having, he woke up at 3 a.m. with that song, I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Like, that's what God's doing. And so it was pretty awesome that David had, a, had that dream um, because he saw, the, he saw the, the flooding. How deep did it look like it was getting in here? Up to my waist? Whoa, up to the waist. Because in Ezekiel 47, it actually talks about that river flowing out of the temple and it says that the, they measured out a certain distance, and it came up to the ankle. They measured out farther, and it comes up to the knees. Measured out farther, and it comes up to the waist. Measured it farther, and it's deep, 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 so deep, you can't stand in it. You have to swim through it. And so, and that's what I was sharing for a few weeks, and David had that dream, but that's pretty amazing, actually. If we've been feeling like the water level's rising, like he had a dream, it, we're getting up to waist level, guys. Come on. We're, go- we're going somewhere. It's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it was just cool that he had that dream last weekend, and we're having baptisms today. So, but what he didn't know, and neither did any of us, that on Friday night, while the worship team and AV team was going to be here working on the sound system, which, by the way, we're getting there, all right? Um, it started raining really hard, and this has never happened since we've been in this building rained really hard and actually flooded in on that floor over there. That's why that back row's gone, because you guys are sitting on the flood right there, guys. But it flooded in, and uh, that's pretty crazy. Like, I actually don't like that this got flooded. Like, that's actually, in the natural, not cool. (laughs) And it made me work a lot more, and some of those other guys stayed late vacuuming. But, But prophetically, when you look at David's dream, it's like, what in the world? literally flooded in the sanctuary the weekend we're doing baptisms. So I want to redeem what happened in the natural, and and we're going deeper, amen? Amen. So I'm excited about that. I want to take just a short bit here, and and I want to read a few passages out of the Bible about baptism, and I'm not going to go into long speeches on each part here, but uh, some of you are like, thank God, i got to get the Shonies after this. But... (laughs) 
I want to I just share with you a few highlight points for, with East Passage that shows God's heart with baptism because there's way more to it than I think we understand. And I just want to sow into our understanding of God's invitations into greater realms in the spirit and in his kingdom. Amen? First one I want to read is actually when Jesus got baptized. Matthew chapter 3, 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you're coming to me? Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. I want you guys to repeat this with me. It is fitting to fulfill all righteousness. So there's something about baptism that Jesus said, this is so important. Even I, who am perfect, am going to do this because doing this helps fulfill all righteousness. So baptism is a very powerful and profound spiritual experience with God right here on this earth. And so Jesus said it fulfills righteousness. And then John, of course, you know, he gave in (laughs) and he baptized him. So verse 16, it says, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him. Everybody say the heavens were opened. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove. It doesn't say a dove fell on him. All right, but the Holy Spirit came down like a dove would, fall, would float down, right? He descended like a dove and alighted upon him. So everybody say, the Spirit of God. Come on. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Everybody say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So I want to just show you a few things just out of this passage that Jesus actually taught us that baptism, uh, it helps to fulfill all righteousness. Okay, that's powerful. All right? And also, and, and so there's three things that happened to Jesus when he got baptized, and I want to point this out to us. One, the, the heavens opened. Come on. Like, like the heavens opened over Jesus. It was like the access to the heavenlies where his father was sitting became open, instant, easy access. Hallelujah. That's awesome. And then he got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Like he didn't just get baptized in John's water. He got baptized in the Holy Ghost too. So he got both. He got the earthly baptism and the heavenly baptism all in one time. Awesome. And then he, he received the declaration of his father in heaven. And his father declared, and he was bragging over Jesus. I'm, I'm so proud of this guy. This is, this is my beloved son. I'm so pleased with him. Hallelujah. I could preach a whole sermon on that statement. And I'm going to spare you today. Because we've got more to say. But... But, the, but the, the pride of the Father was upon Jesus. And I, I just want to tell you, like, those of you who are getting baptized, as a matter of fact, who's getting baptized? Stand up real quick. Let's just take a quick look at you. Come on. Yes. Awesome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Am I missing? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
I thought there was a tenth one. Are we missing somebody, or can I not see them? Oh, gosh, I was looking right over his head. Dude, how in the world did that just happen? That's my son. That's my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Awesome. All right, why don't you guys sit down. All right, so we have 10 people in here prepared to get baptized. And when you get baptized, I just want you to know this, and, and this goes for all of us too, that the, 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 the Lord, he, he, wants to, he wants us to believe that he's opening the heavens to our lives, all right? And while we were worshiping today, the Lord was actually showing me in my spirit that the heavens are opening, and like heaven is going to be celebrating this moment with us, and there's, gonna, there's angels in here, guys, and they're going to be shouting. You may or may not hear it. I don't know. Lord, open our ears. I want to hear it. But they're going to be shouting and celebrating, and heaven is going to be rejoicing, and so are we, right? Every time we dunk somebody, we all need to just give the loudest shout of praise over this, all right? And I just want to say, like, it was common in the book of Acts that when people got baptized in water, they also got baptized in the Holy Spirit, too. It happened to Jesus, and he showed us this is the life he wants us to live, and it just was so often, it says, like, like this one example in Acts 19, it says they were baptized in the name of Jesus, and then Paul laid his hands on them, and the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues, and they prophesied. Powerful. Powerful, and, and the Lord will give you to the measure you desire. He's not going to give you more than you want, but I want to encourage you to open your hearts as wide and big as you can. Get everything God has for you. Amen? Amen. So we're even going to pray for baptisms of the Holy Spirit for those of you who desire that. All right? Um, and then the next, the next passage I want to read is the Great Commission. It's Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Jesus came and he spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go. Everybody say go. go. He says go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Everybody say make disciples. All right. And then it says in baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Everybody say baptizing them. All right. So right now he's saying go. He's saying make disciples and he's saying baptize them. Come on. And then it says, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. So everybody say, teaching to obey. All right, so Jesus actually, believe it or not, wants us to obey him. <laughs> all right, and then he says, this is an awesome promise at the end. He says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Hallelujah. He's with you always, no matter what. Always, all the way to the end of the age. So to, to Jesus, he, he's actually commissioning his disciples before he went back to heaven. He's, he's turning his ministry over to them to carry it on, and this was his commission. But, but I want to say salvation and discipleship and baptism and obedience. These are things that God wants from everybody, everywhere. So like he's got lofty goals. <laughs> he wants the whole he wants nations to be saved. He he actually desires for every single person in this entire world to be saved. Even the ones that you and I think don't deserve it. That was actually me before. Okay? 
but he wants everybody to be saved. And he wants everybody to become, not just saved, but become his disciples. All right? And, and God actually is really wanting to restore um, discipleship to his church. Okay? Discipleship. I want to tell you what a disciple is. It's a, it's a student to a teacher. It's an apprentice to a mentor. It's a servant to a master, okay? So a disciple is somebody who has, who has devoted their life to a teacher, someone that they want them to impart themselves into you, and you get to live your life out to become more like them. That's a disciple, and Jesus wants us to become his disciples, but, but he also wants us as his church, as his people, to make disciples so that we can help people come to Christ and, and help them uh, become more like Jesus, okay? So, but, but God wants us as his disciples to dive deep into our spiritual growth. Dive deep. Get in the word of God and study this thing until the Holy Spirit breathes life into it. Discipleship. Get leaders in life, in your life, people that can mentor you in the ways of Jesus and help you grow and, and get plugged into church if you're not and, and get involved with a church community where you can serve and you can get poured into and keep growing in your spirit. These things are very important in discipleship. And then he's saying, um, because he was talking to his apostles, right, who were his disciples, and so they've already been through that process. They've already received, you know, their, their, their discipleship journey with Jesus, and he's telling them to go. So once we become disciples and we get plugged in and we're growing, he actually wants us to take his mission and take it into all the world and, and be the goers, okay? So that's a big part of discipleship is going out and taking it to other people. Amen? All right. I want to just ask you guys this question, and, and you need to process this to yourself right now but with Jesus, but just this question, have you already received salvation by Jesus Christ? Have you already received it? Yeah. Praise God. And as you get baptized, I want, those of you who are getting baptized today or in the future, I want you to think about this. Are you willing to commit the rest of your life to being a disciple of Jesus and to follow his teachings and his commandments? Come on. Amen. All right, next passage. Mark 16, 15 through 18. It's another accounting of Jesus giving them a great commission before he ascended. And he said to them, go into all the world. Where are we supposed to go? Oh, okay. So there's no place exempt for this. And preach the gospel to every creature. Everybody say every creature. So do, is there anybody he wants to miss out? No, he's, he's pretty determined to go all the way with this thing. But he's counting on us, all right? Whoa. I thought we were about to have a bass rap song going behind me. All right, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. All right, so believe and baptize, you will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Now, I'm getting ready to list out some awesome stuff that Jesus wants you to be able to participate in. Pretty exciting. You ready to hear it? These signs will follow those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. 
Don't go to a snake handling church, guys. They take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. So in other words, he's just saying he's going to protect, he's going to do, he's going to use you to bring power to people, but he's also going to protect you from anything that come against you, all right? And so he says, but they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. Like Jesus actually believes in you. As you get baptized and you receive the Holy Spirit and you're a believer, he wants to work his power through you to impact other people's lives, to bring his kingdom to people. So that's what his plans are for you. Pretty exciting, right? All right. I do want to say this, that I do not believe that getting dunked in this cow trough with H2O in it gets you to heaven. All right? I don't believe this saves you. I believe what this does is it gives you an opportunity to make a public declaration in a, in a prophetic act where you're, you're coming to this acknowledgement with a human act, all right? That the, you believe and you agree and you're coming into the fullness of everything that Jesus did for you on the cross and in his resurrection. All right, so the baptism is similar to a wedding ring. It doesn't, it doesn't save you just like the wedding ring does not marry you. But, but what this does do is it makes a declaration of your covenant to the Lord. I'm going to follow you, Jesus. Does that make sense? All right. All right. There's a lot to say, and i gotta, I got to speed my time up here. In Acts 2, people heard Peter preach, and they're convicted in their hearts. What shall we do? What can we do to be saved? And so Peter answers them, repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, so Peter's actually saying, don't just get dunked in water, but you actually have to repent too. So repentance is an important part of this, this process of following Jesus and obeying him and going all the way. And repentance um, and the forgiveness of sins, here's what, you, here's what repentance looks like. You, you acknowledge the sin, you, you, like you, you, you don't try to avoid it and act like it didn't happen, okay? We don't try to cover it up, but instead you, you bring it to the light with the Lord, you acknowledge it, and then... Uh, you, you have to come to the determination that that thing was not good, and I don't want it in my life anymore, okay? Just like God doesn't want it in your life anymore. And then from there, you confess it to the Lord. You don't just acknowledge it, but you confess it, Lord, I sinned. I sinned, and, and I am sorry that I sinned, and like truly let sorrow come to your heart for it. Confess it and say, Lord, would you please forgive me for this? Would you please forgive me for this? And a lot of times people stop right there and they go about their lives and then they carry shame even though they ask for forgiveness. But the most important part of that whole thing is that you pause and you receive his forgiveness and allow his love to wash over you. Allow the blood of Jesus to come and cleanse you thoroughly of that whole thing, including the shame and then forgiving yourself for the thing you did too. And then you let it go and you move on, all right? So I wanna ask you guys this and answer this, don't answer it out loud. Have you done this thoroughly? This goes for everybody, by the way. Have you done this thoroughly? Because if you haven't, you need to. That thing will hinder your ability to have a connection to the heart of God the way he wants it. 
And then, and then Peter said, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. So he actually wants us to go all the way to the receiving of the Holy Spirit, too. Pretty amazing. You guys doing all right? I promised you were going to get to this water here soon. There's a lot to say. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to condense. I'm not going to say a lot. Romans 6, 3 through 11. Um, Paul, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just verbalize this to cut, it, cut time down a little bit. Paul, in, in that chapter, describes that baptism is actually you coming into union with Jesus when he went to the cross, and it says that your old man, which we call it the old sinful nature, it also calls it the body of sin, it, it actually comes into union with Jesus and dies with him on the cross, and when you, get bit, when you go in the water, it symbolizes that that old sinful nature got buried with Jesus. So listen, when you get baptized today, I want you, I want you to have this on your mind. When you go down, I want you to actually envision like the old sinful man just separated off of you. It's not on you anymore. Come on, I feel God's power on that right now. It separates off of you and it dies and it goes to the, the grave. And it doesn't resurrect. But when you come out, that symbolizes that you're in the union with Jesus in his resurrection. And, you, and it represents your born again experience into a new creation nature. The old sinful nature was the driving force for you to go sin. But it dies and when you come alive with Christ in the spirit, you've been given a new nature. It's not sinful nature. It's the nature of Christ. Come on. That's awesome. Praise God for that. So I, I just want you to know, like, when you're going down, you're letting go of the old. And, and baptism, it, it, it's in some cultures where it's higher risk to be a Christian, like baptism to them Actually, it could be a potential life threat. Like when people get saved in the Middle East and then they get baptized, they know I could be signing my, my life away. I might get my, my head cut off over this out of persecution, okay? So in and, and, and the very least, they're probably going to lose their family and their friends and be hated by everybody that they ever knew. But they know that Jesus is far greater than any of the stuff that they gave away. And so their yes to Jesus is an all the way, all the way, all the way through, I'm following you. And I want to tell you that even though we don't have that risk right here in America, that this is still equally as valuable and powerful to Jesus. And he wants to know that your heart is saying, I'm going all the way with you no matter what. Guys, hear me? Praise God. All right. So the water is a is a prophetic picture of the blood of Jesus cleansing you and making you new. I love it. All right, we're about to shift here. Um, some people are going to get baptized a second time in their life, and. I just want to take a second to acknowledge that 
I mean, some people have different ideas about what they think of it. I'm like, if Jesus put that on your heart and that's in your heart, awesome. All right? Because some people, when they got baptized, it was younger, and maybe they they've now feel like they didn't understand it too well, and, and they want to do it again with, with a fuller understanding and a, and a higher level of commitment. Some people, maybe they've backslidden since that time, and they, it's like a rededication experience. And some people, it might be like a renewing of their vows, all right? And it's powerful. No matter what, if the Lord's on it and, you, and you, it's in your heart, it's powerful. So I'm excited about that. Some of y'all, you're getting baptized for the first time ever, and uh, that's, that's amazing too. And my son's getting baptized I'm saving him for last on purpose. Don't know if, if, my, if my face has wetness on it, it's from the water, okay? All right. Um, it, the, I forgot what verse it is, but it talks about when, we're, when you're baptized um, into Christ, you, you've, you've been clothed with Christ. That's powerful. Oh, I'm getting ready to declothe here in a second, so I'm going to be taking off the old man, <laughs> these pants. Don't worry, I got something on underneath that. I'm a little afraid that my muscle memory of just getting in the pool, that I'm going to be like, just take my shirt off, and I'll be like, oh, no, I didn't just do that. I'm a little afraid that's going to happen. All right. I want to ask the, those of you who are getting baptized Come up here, and I'm going to put you in the order. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Jessica is going to come up here to help me make sure I got flow going. All right, hold on one second, y'all. All right, I, I kind of created an order, and there's reason for some of it. I'm not going to take the time to explain it now, but um, I'm going to put Kevin. I'm going to I'm going to line you guys up in the order I want you to be. So Kevin, right here, and then um, uh, Kenneth, right next to him, right there. Ivan, what's up, Ivan? I got to have ice cream with these three dudes the other day, and that was fun. All right, Isaiah, what's up, buddy? I missed you the other day. You were working. Yeah, but you're here now. That's all that matters. Chesney, next to him. Um, you hear Miles? Man, he got to pull away from the jail to come over here and watch his daughter get baptized. He's locked and loaded, too. Glad you made it. All right, Chesney, and then Tyler, and then um, Sammy. Got to put the siblings by each other. I haven't called you yet. Hold on a second. All right, um, Kira. And then DeRay, and then Jessica? Oh, I'm just joking. And then David. All right. Awesome. I, I'm going to have Kevin go first because, not yet, not yet. I'll tell you when. Dude, is, he's been ready, man. That, to be honest, this is, he's the main reason why we're doing this because a few months ago, he's like, I want to get baptized. I'm like, all right. And then in my mind, I'm thinking, we don't have a baptistry. This is not going to be easy. And so I'm like, all right, on top of everything else. And then the next week is like, when am I getting baptized? And the next week, when am I getting baptized? Every, like, seriously, you went, like, for two or three months. 
So, but I appreciate that because you put a, you lit a fire under my butt, and uh, we we had to we had to look around for the how we were going to do it. But this is what we came up with. I'm pretty stoked about it. All right, guys, here's what I want to do. I, I'm going to have you all say your name, first and last name, and then if you you don't have to, but if you would take maybe up to a minute and share with us why you want to get baptized. Okay. And we'll start with you and go that way. Okay. Hey, I'm Kevin Ellis. Hi, Mom. Hi, Ethan. Hey, Greg. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm Kevin Ellis, and I want to be baptized because I want to get closer to Jesus. I'm Kenneth Ellis, and uh, since we're brothers, we're, uh, not, we're more or less the same. So, kind of the same reasons. Uh, I also want uh, to receive more members. All right. My name is Ivan Cordoba. Um, I basically just want to do baptism to get closer to God, really. Um, I feel like it's a huge um, commitment, and I'm just ready to, do, like, take it in and just uh, receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'm Isaiah Harvey. I want to get baptized to symbolize my commitment because I think actions speak louder than words. Uh, I'm Chesney, and I want to get baptized because I'm ready to dedicate my life. Hi, I'm Tyler Groves. Uh, I want to get baptized. This is uh, Jesse talked about someone who did it like twice. This is my second time getting baptized. I did it when I was younger, and I didn't follow through on the commitment I made, so I'm recommitting my life today and uh, getting closer to God. I'm Sammy Groves. Um, I'm just ready to start my life. I'm Kira Money, and the Lord has been prodding me for the last five years to be rebaptized as an adult. I was saved and believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, when I was seven years old. And I was baptized then, but today he means so much more to me. I am so grateful for my the gift of salvation that he's given to me. And um, I just want to just live my life out for him. Hi, my name is Jerry Price. Um, I, this was nowhere on my radar until last week when my sister came to me and shared that she wanted to do this. And I felt the Lord. I felt him on it. And um, because I've been baptized before and I went back into sin um, just because I was missing the greatest guide, <laughs> the greatest Lord. Then, um, and uh, even though he's cleansed me uh, in my spirit with his blood and by his words, um, this is prophetic on the outside of just any remnant that was left over from my old life. Because no more. <laughs> I'm David Cup, and I want to get baptized so I can get closer to Jesus. You guys excited? You guys are going to celebrate big time with us, right, for each one of them? Awesome. 